0: Hello and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your host Rita and Mel.
1: Today we have Damon Naylor, who's an author, a songwriter, and a music producer based in the United States. Welcome to the show Damon.
2: Thanks for having me, ladies. I surely appreciate it. We're just so glad and delightful for the opportunity. Thanks so much.
0: Pleasure having you. (laughs) So as a uh, songwriter, what inspires you the most when you're writing your lyrics?
2: Well, my inspiration comes from a variety of angles. Sometimes if I just hear a musical track that will be my inspiration, and I just begin to write and get inspired to write. And I mean, it's like a divine connection, and things just words come to me, melodies come to me, hooks and choruses come to me, and I just begin to write. Some songs come through my experience. You know, I get inspired by different events that have occurred. As a matter of fact, there are several songs. One is entitled Rebound Off, my former project entitled Conception and Rebirth. And I was inspired to write it when I was at one of the lowest points in my music career. I was actually thinking about throwing in a towel and giving up. And I'll never forget just feeling this prompt and this supernatural prompt saying, you know, bounce back, don't give up. Bounce back, though you've had enough. You know, bounce back, get up, get up. And I began to write that chorus. And the next thing you know, I got more inspiration to write that song. And it's a very inspirational and uplifting song telling people just to bounce back from any traumatic experiences that you may face. You, you know, you've been down, but it's time to get up. And, you know, that was, like I said, from my personal experience. Then I had another kind of bad experience I, that occurred to me when I was at a, a ministry. And due to that experience, I got inspiration to kind of tell my side of the story of what took place. And I ended up creating two songs with that. But then also just different concepts I like to address. Um, there's a famous song off my, that same CD called Thug Story. Well, I deal with a person growing up in poverty in a drug-infesting world and just how his life turns out. And, of course, I know you guys probably have heard the new song, Life, and you know how it deals mm-hmm. with life, addressing that concept. And it's so relevant for what we're going through now. But, yes, my inspiration comes from a variety of angles. And sometimes I enter what's called a season of inspiration, and that's where I just heavily get inspired to write music, to write um, books, or, or just different things. But whenever I feel that coming on me, I just begin to write and allow it to flow. But yes, yeah. my inspiration comes in a variety of ways.
0: Amazing, like yeah. yeah. When, when you mentioned um, you have a season of inspiration, have yeah. you found that there's um, a particular time that, it tends to happen because, or do you find it, it It varies in itself?
2: And I'm glad you asked that because I had read that somewhere that it happens like that in, in many cases. And I began to observe that. And what I found mine takes place about like the fall, the fall through the winter, basically yeah. what's starting of winter. So like the end of the year, say around September or so on through the, the end of the year, that's when I'm I, I'm heaviest, I'm, I'm receiving the heaviest influence. And what I did was retrace the, um, the books I've written, the latest books I've written. And I realized that that's when I really began to flow during that time of year, especially say around Thanksgiving and that time, you know, going on into Christmas. And I've noticed I've released projects and did did different projects at that time and that's what i found that's my season of inspiration when the you know the fall season on through winter basically beginning of winter but uh yeah yeah
0: it's it's strange how that happens because one of the reasons i ask is Mm -hmm. um like the month of may for me in particular yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah for some reason i get this like almost this burst of spontaneity and I want to just yeah. take action and it's like this feeling of freedom and mm. yeah and it's like, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It's like I, I haven't got a clue why May but it, every time May hits there's just something around that month that so that's yeah. why when you mentioned that I, I wanted to check if, if that was kind of similar for you as well.
2: Yes yes, it really is and as I stated I had to really step back and look at it and notice it because that before I never stumbled up on it yeah. and with me with me my now being conscious conscious of it i yeah. kind of prepare now so it's like okay that time is coming and then <laughs> i mean i'm i'm serious it never <laughs> fails that's basically how I, I wrote my my most recent book it was about that time and just yeah. out of nowhere the concept for it came so yeah. but uh, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's cool.
1: amazing. Yeah. I think I need to do that research about myself.
0: <laughs> now,
1: yeah, I know, I know. I tend way. to have it Sundays. I tend to get a boost of inspiration. <laughs> but there must be a particular month of the year or a period of the year that gets me yeah, going. So, so but... mm, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, actually, leading on to your book, um, I actually okay. wanted to ask you a question So, you're an author of the book entitled "Living, Loving, and Leading." Um, can you share with us a little bit about the background of that book where what is it about
2: well it's really about look if we were to just summarize and simplify you know life love and leadership but in actuality the book is broken up into basically three parts so at the beginning i deal with life and mm-hmm. just finding what i call your who and then fulfilling what i call your what so your who is your identity your what is your purpose mm-hmm. and i always try to Connected by saying you know your 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 who is your noun, and your purpose is your verb, so as for instance, we could use me as an author or writer that's my my noun but yeah. so my purpose is to write you know as a music producer that's my noun my what is my purpose to produce music, and what i, I help people to try to do is either you know find one or the other, and normally, if you find either your who or what it will shed like on the other one and you can make that connection in fulfilling your purpose and your call what you were created to do and we look at that then I break down the functions of the the mind spirit soul and body and that's the first part you know dealing with that kind of that self-introspection self-evaluation and then we go on to the love portion where I talk about you know loving God loving yourself loving others if you're in a, a, in a relationship you know married loving your spouse if you're a parent loving your mm-hmm. children just loving different people and different mm-hmm. components and entities of, of society and then of course the last part deals with leadership and i address what i call the 10 laws for leading and then i deal with um finding and connecting creating your your, your right right circle surrounding yourself with the right people mm-hmm. i deal with what's called the golden goods which are the good leadership characteristics. Then I deal with the fatal flaws that are the bad leadership characteristics, and I different. I explore several leadership styles and formats, and that's basically how the how the book is broken down. So, like Amazing. I say, we're dealing with life, love, and then leadership, yeah, and it's yeah. really, really inspirational. Yes,
0: yeah, definitely. Can we get a little insight into um, the leadership part? Is there one sort of what makes a what makes a good leader? good leader is there something that you can share with us
2: yes and i i, I really exhaust like you know explore this in an exhausting manner in the book It's yeah. vision is the key you know mm-hmm. so visualization when you look at my 10 laws of leadership i, I use those terms like that visualization activation actualization mm-hmm. and i actually have as, as a command a commandment so thou you'll be able to see is mm-hmm. visualization When we analyze visualization, we're talking about, I say there are three sites that come with vision. The first is foresight, which is the ability to see ahead. As a leader, you have to see things before it happens. You have to see things when they're in a potential stage before they're in the actualization. You have to see before people. If you see it at the same time as everyone else, it's hard to lead. You have to see ahead. So that's foresight. And then you also have to have the broadened vision with that foresight, to have an open mind, to see wider than everyone else as well. And then there's insight. In other words, ability to perceive, to discern, to see beneath the surface as a leader. You can't just see everything on the surface. You have to be able to connect dots and see things that aren't sometimes visible to the naked eye. And that Mm -hmm. comes with a discernment and insight. And last is the oversight. The more foresight and insight you have, the better oversight, which is your ability to manage and supervise and govern others. If you have trouble seeing for yourself and seeing beneath the surface, then it's going to be definitely hard trying to yeah. see for others yeah. and manage them. And so, like I said, that's one of the key components of leadership, your vision. And connected to your vision is also your understanding how you articulate things and, and th- those things, you know, they, they go together. But that's like the, the most critical component of leadership. As they say, the blind leaders of the blind, everyone falls in a ditch. So you have to have that vision. You have to yeah. see where you're going, especially if you're trying to lead other people. Please don't lead me and you don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see where you're going. It's like anywhere becomes the destination yeah. No, that's that's not good. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I love great. that. That's yeah. really, really yeah, good. Yeah. Very inspiring. So, yeah. when you're writing a book and then you're yes. writing songs, um you know, doing songwriting and offering, what is? Do you have a similar approach to both of those styles, or how do you how do you kind of differentiate when you're writing a book and 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 songs?
2: With the books, what I've noticed in You know, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know I was going to become an author. And what would happen, like I said, those seasons seasons of inspiration, I would just get nuggets of wisdom. To give you a prime example, my first book is is called The Great Taste of Success, 50 Potent um, Inspirational Proverbs. And what happened, I would just be doing whatever and then I would just get this proverb, this profound statement, you know, like I said, divinely inspired. And I would just write it down. And the next thing, you know, I had like, 22 of them or 28 of them. And then like on one Saturday, I sat down, had a heavy inspiration on me, and I began to write and I came up with 22. So I had a total of 50. Then I went back and just did the research to further expound on those profound statements. But I noticed with my writing and I can look at each book that I've written It's kind of like a process where I just compile the information. I continuously compile the information and it is as though I have various puzzle pieces. And then when it comes to the time when it's time for completion, I'm able to just put all of the puzzle pieces together and there I have the book. Initially, when I started doing songwriting, that's how it was. It would take me a while to write a song, but now I'm more mature with the gift. I know how to use it better. I know how to enter that flow. I can write a song in a sitting now. But it used to be the same process. But as I stated, you know, if I get the concept and I get the beat, it's, it's kind of easier to write uh, the music, I would say, because of the inspiration behind the beat. But as far as the actual writing, after getting the information, of course, I have to do the research. I have to make sure it's, it's factual, that it's true. Yeah. And it's just a little more to it when I'm actually writing a book as opposed to writing a song you know because for the most part the song is entertainment and you could you know say whatever it's all about uh whatever you're trying to do whether you're trying to inform or entertain but it's it's a little i, I would say it's much simpler than that writing those compositions the books and things of that nature but yeah, yes
0: amazing <laughs> yeah. awesome mm-hmm. okay so you um you currently have three singles out yes. and yeah. um an ep called life i believe which is coming Yes. Um, Is that actually coming out in September, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So Can you tell us a bit more about um, the singles and the album and the inspiration behind it?
2: Sure. Now, that's the funny thing about it. It's all about timing, i found, as far as releasing different products. Because even in looking at Living, Loving, Leading, I was working on another book, but then that book came out of nowhere and it was time to push that one before the former book yeah. same thing with this life CD what yeah. happened I actually tried to release it in 2018 like two years ago but it was just something about it I felt in my spirit it, it wasn't time yet it wasn't yeah. right and so I, what I did I didn't push it heavily I just kind of gave a little pe. I mean a few people a, a little taste of it yeah kind yeah. of got their vibe and then I just held back but then all of a sudden just this year you know, like I said, I got that divine prompt in that this is the time. This is it. And as you mm-hmm. listen to the songs, they're so relevant with Absolutely. what we're experiencing yes, and yes. going yes. through. Yes. And so, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. That song, those songs were actually written years ago, but the relevance of mm-hmm. them is now. The time is yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And so the three that I've released, I started off with Life. And then I I released Cruising, which is a funky, you know, R&B song. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're basically talking about cruising around the U.S. So actually going global, i say, at the end of it. But it's a really, really cool song. You know, I think it'll resonate with with people all over the world. And then the latest one I, I released on the 4th of July was America. And I'm just dealing with painting a picture of America, how you have these extremes, you know, you have the rich, you have the poor, mm-hmm. you have the free, you know, you have the slave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so just painting that picture of America, the great divide, and how we have all of these various components. Now it's just a complex place. But as I stated, you know, these songs all are so relevant to I'm what seriously. we're going through now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when especially when I release the next songs, you'll see the, the further relevance of it because one I'll be releasing is called Pressure. And it's actually a singer on it. I'm just doing a small part on the hook, but she's just talking about all the things that are going on that are so relevant now to financial situations and just the pressure of life. And as I'm stating, this is it's so relevant for right now and it's really resonating with a lot of people we're getting a lot of saves a lot of downloads a lot of listening listen but we're just excited and you know happy to god for that That, that, that's That's a blessing upon that yeah Yeah. timing is
0: everything yeah yes and i think one of the the messages that is coming through um in the Mm -hmm. interview um so far is about listening to your inner self and that guidance as well that you're getting Yes. because you know as you said you could have um put it out in 2018 mm-hmm. and yeah. the you know it probably it wasn't as relevant as it is now which would you yeah. know probably inspire people and help yeah. them through a lot more yeah. so that, that that's what I think that's what we're really getting from this interview Absolutely. and and what I yeah. hope you know definitely yeah. our viewers will be getting about you don't have to rush. Do you, do you get that feeling oh. like it's not about rushing and getting it out there. It's about listening mm-hmm. to when the time is right for you, even yes. though it may take yeah. longer than what you envisioned.
2: Yes. And that, that, that is so true because the key to it is patience. That's one thing I've learned because I've been doing these things for years mm-hmm. and patience is the key. I always tell people, if you look at and you you analyze different art, I I would say musical artists, especially, oftentimes, you know, their first CD is like really good, but sometimes they never ever reach and make it back to that place of having a CD that's as good as that one. And oftentimes it's because they sign a deal and now they have to rush it. They're on a timetable, they have a deadline now, and now they have to just, instead of waiting and allowing those seasons of inspiration mm-hmm. to come they have to force it they have to just okay. get in there okay here's a track okay I right, and i got to come up with something but when you allow the, it to come to you basically and then you just flow with it you align yourself with it, and as you were saying you have the intuition you, you sense it and you flow and you basically you know going with the momentum then everything works out much better and i, I think the key to it is taking your whatever career that you pursue being an entrepreneur is the best thing because you are in control of the timing because once you sign a contract or something like that and they they make you and they kind of you can basically become a slave in a way because now you have to produce and you have to have it by here you got to have this many and they get to tell you okay this is good no we don't like this and Mm. but with me since I have control over all of that I'm I've been able to evolve into a totally different artist than the one I began as. Yeah. You know, and so my message now is, is much relevant to a wider audience than it initially was. It was kinda initially I was more or less, you know, just to the church or or, or almost to Christians, but now my music is relevant to everybody, yeah. of all faiths, religions, you know, That's gender, fair. whatever. So it transcends. But, you know, a lot of artists aren't able to to reach that point because they're not allowed to, they don't have the freedom. And uh, I think that is critical, you know, having that patience and also having the freedom to express yourself in a way that you want
1: to. And And also it gets to that point where, you know, we have, as humans, we've got this unlimited art and creativity within us. And yes. then once we put it into the hands of someone else, it then becomes controlled and it's no longer art. Mm. And then you're just like, okay, now I'm just doing it to make a buck here and there. Yeah. And it's yeah. just because I have to do it, not because I want to do it, or I feel it's the need to do it. Yeah. And, yes.
2: And that's funny because it applies in different arenas. Just a really quick story. I, I have a buddy of mine. We taught, We uh, I'm a former teacher. And so we taught in the school system for years. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I saw her and I uh, saw, no, she was she was talking to me and telling me she she started doing photography. And uh, basically she was doing it on the side at first, just for fun. Mm-hmm. She loved it. She was passionate about it. She was like, so I'm about to do it, you know, as a job, as a business. I, I was so excited for her. Yeah. Fast forward about a year and a half later, I saw. I was like, "How's the photography business going?" Like, no, I
1: was like, "What?"
2: She was like, "I stopped." I was like, "What happened?" She said, "When it became a business, it stopped being fun." Yeah. So, like you said, it became about that book. Okay, now I have to take pictures because I have to feed my family with this money.
1: Yeah. I can't
2: just do it as a leisure and as you know as a luxury. Yeah. And she said, once it it transitioned into that, so she ended up doing uh getting back into teaching and, and di- just getting a, an actual job but just doing it on the side as a pleasure now back to the yeah, leisure yeah, instead yeah. of having that added pressure now of, of, of having to make that money yeah. but that makes a difference That's that really makes a yeah. difference
0: definitely mm-hmm. sure. so we like to ask our guests for, it, um, <laughs> for them to share free tips that they would okay. to um those who are probably like like yourself, who are yeah. entrepreneurs, who are you know singer songwriters, um, mm-hmm. who are looking to get into that creative field but are unsure of themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. What three tips would you um, share with the audience who are probably struggling in that arena?
2: Well, the first thing I would say is don't don't be afraid, don't be fearful, because what I know as we were talking about, all of us have some form of creation or mm-hmm. uh, creativity rather within us, but what stifles and hinders most people is that fear, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear that, okay, people are going to reject this. And I know I cover this in my, my first eat, my well, my book. And I talk about how the first inventors, imagine if they would have, just stop that the fear of rejection, the fear of ridicule yeah. and just stop. We wouldn't have most of the inventions <laughs> we have because everyone thought they were crazy when they first started. <laughs> yeah. Everyone laughed at them, made fun of them Oh, this is not going to work, whatever. But they got past the fear of rejection, the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And to me, I always try to teach people that there's really no such thing as failure. Even if you it and it fails, just chalk it up as a learning lesson. Keep it moving, move, you know, move on to the next thing. And when you get that boldness and the, the bravery to do that, then there's no limit to what you can create, what you can form as long as you get that mindset. And so that's so that's the first thing. Don't be fearful, you know, just be brave. The other thing is, especially if you're a songwriter or a musician, artist, whatever you are, begin to do it kind of behind the scenes, practice it, work on it. As you write, you know, keep your notebook, a pen and pad available at all times because that inspiration will come. And just keep writing. Keep writing as you get inspired and as you you continue to compile that information later on, it'll make sense. And you'll get all of the puzzle pieces and you'll know exactly what to do with it. But even though you're behind the scenes and you're not out front, just keep working. Just keep perfecting your craft. Keep practicing it. You know, and then last but not least is just launch it. It's time to launch, you know, be brave, practice behind the scenes and then put it out there. And uh, I think it's all about perseverance, because sometimes when you put it out there, the hum- human nature is we go to the, our loved ones and our friends, which we think are the safest people. But in some, in some <laughs> cases, <laughs>
1: woo,
2: they could be the worst, worst, worst critics, critics right? Exactly. Man, you just know
1: what, ah. do that? <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. But but the the flip side is once you get out there, you succeed. Oh, all of those people they gravitate to. Oh, they're happy. All of a sudden, it becomes we. You know,
1: we did it. Yeah. Where did we, where were you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Remember, you were talking about me when I first started and everything. <laughs> but yes, have that bravery to, to execute it, to try it, you know. And I, those were the steps I had to go through with everything I'm doing. And I'm doing so many things. But after I got that process and I got that mindset, it has encouraged me and empowered me to do whatever I feel, you know, God is just calling me to do and that I feel I'm gifted to do. And one, another mind frame I use is the word no. I use it as an acronym. And it means next, op- next option, new opportunity, not over. So whenever you get a no, just know that means move on to the next option. There's a new opportunity because it's not over. And okay. if you can pick up that mind frame, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: you will okay. be unstoppable. Okay. You will be unstoppable.
1: That's great. <laughs> but yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you. So... It's been so inspirational. I've got so mm. much nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> oh, Jolash, so we bought a pen I know. We'll start <laughs> then then. For our viewers, where can they hear more about Damon Naylor? Now, this is your opportunity to plug all of your platforms here. Okay.
2: Good deal. Good deal. Well, I always lead people, or direct people. I have a comprehensive website. It's called the org. D-A-R-I-L. Dot O-R-G. And there I have a lot of the links to the other sites. But I also have a book, I mean, a site named after my book, livinglovingleading.net. And you can go there. It has all of the information about the book. And, of course, my book is on Amazon. And it's also available through the site. So you just look up Living Loving Leading and it'll pop up. And I just recently did a music site. It's realmusic.co music, or .co. So if you want to go there just to look at the music, you can go there as well. And, of course, my music is available on Spotify, um, iTunes, all of your major downloading, downloading and streaming sites. So we're all over the place with that. For us, Instagram is Damon, D-A-M-O-N, dot Nailer, N-A-I-L-E-R. Twitter is at the real D-A-R-I-L, and the number one. And then Facebook, um, you can just go to D-A-M-O-N, D-A-M-O-N Nailer, N-A-I-L-E-R. But I also have um, one for my music, which is the real D-A-R-I-L music. And so, like I said, those are the places you'll basically find me. Mm-hmm. But if you Google my name, so much will come up as far as articles, interviews, music, just the, the whole, you know, gamut there will, will come up. If you just Google my name, Damon Nailer, and everything else will, will pop up. But yes, those are the places you can find me.
0: That's great. Yeah. Okay, so we have one last question. The theme, okay. running, the theme running through this interview has been life. Yes, And, yeah. Yeah. and obviously inspiration. Yeah, what, yeah and time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does life mean to you? I mean, that's that. I guess this is also kind of your final message to our audience as well. But... What does life mean to you and what what would you like to share as the final message about life?
2: Well, life is just basically thriving and not just merely surviving and, and existing. Because especially what we're going through now as a world, I think so many people are not no longer really living. And that's why this is so relevant. The music as far as life and then living, loving, leading, all at the core is life. And we were created to 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 thrive and to blossom, to produce, to serve, to help, to build, to create. And when you lose life, you cease to do those things. Yeah. And what what what's happening, people are resorting to just being fearful, just sitting back, just scared, just waiting on whatever to happen. But we have to be proactive. You know, we we could either take one or three stances when it comes to activity we could be inactive where we do nothing we can be reactive where we allow the certain circumstances and situations to dictate to us what we do and then we could be proactive where we get ahead and we practice self-efficacy where we put forth the, the, the work we put forth the effort and we take more control over our lives and to me that's what living is all about dictating your life i call it writing your own narrative you know I say be the plot of your own course the navigator of your own path and that's what living is all about if you if we're not able to do that then you're kind of just existing you're just going through life however things happen you know okay if it happens good if not okay you know whatever but when we decide to live and to thrive and blossom that's when we decide to take the bull by the horns we we decide to take the reins we decide to take the, the pen and basically pin mm-hmm. our lives and become, you know, what we feel we, we are to become and we were created to become. And that's what life is all about to me. And for me, if, if I couldn't do that, I mean, life would be stressful. Mm-hmm. I'm just so blessed and amazed that I'm positioned to do what I love and to love what I what I do. Mm-hmm. And I always say if you can't have those two, you need to find something new. And that's what it's all about, finding your passion finding your purpose, and in doing so, you will live by default. You will live. And, you know, thank God for monetary gains. But at the end of the day, I'm just so satisfied with fulfilling what I was, you know, my call and and fulfilling my divine purpose and being who I was intended and created to be. That's all that matters. And if you can find that, you found life. You will be happy. You know, if you can connect with your creator and just connect with your purpose, then you will get that inspiration and that life and that energy to live and to be a light and a blessing to others. But yes. Yeah,
0: love that. It's beautiful, beautiful message. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> perfect. Yeah. 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 Perfect, perfect ending to the interview, Absolutely. and we can continue longer if time permits. <laughs> yeah. I
2: know, I know, it's been great. Uh, I mean, it, it goes by so fast too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Damon, for being um, Damon. Sorry, with my tongue twisted. That's okay. <laughs> don't my tongue twisted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Damon, for being a guest on the show. Um, and again, viewers, head over to his website. We're going to put all the information in the show listen to his song live, read the book, living, loving and leading, get those nuggets of wisdom. And yeah, again, thank you so much, Damon. It's been a pleasure. Thank
2: you, Rita. Mel, I've enjoyed appreciate you. I hope the listeners are blessed by what they receive. Thank you guys so much. It's been great.
0: Thank you. Okay.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome back after that amazing interview. Guess what? We were inspired. Yep. <laughs> were you? I'm sure you were. If you weren't, you need to watch it again. There was some <laughs> big golden nuggets in big there. golden nuggets, lu- huge big, golden yeah. nuggets, definitely. Um, <laughs> God, so much essence of time. You know, living your life, patient like driving force. Yeah, patience, mindset. I mean, mindset, leadership. Yeah, so much. And yeah, it was. It <laughs> we're actually lost for words we are lost for words but so if we're lost for words that means you guys need to follow him so um, at damon.naylor on instagram at dereal1 d-a-r-i-l one on twitter Um, again we'll be plugging all of the information into the description Yeah, again for his website where to get his book where to download his music um so much information for a super talented man yeah um and i again just those golden nuggets of wisdom that we love Leadership. to hear um lead you're still, <laughs> <I'm> still
0: <laughs> it's still <laughs> all going on in the head but, but it was just so good and so delight we we're just so delighted to meet him yeah, yeah yes it was a great pleasure and i'm sure you enjoyed it as well as we enjoyed it interviewing mm-hmm. him
1: absolutely and if you want to hear more about our upcoming guests, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Rhyme Entertainment Official and at sisters underscore in underscore rhyme. And how do we spell rhyme? R-I-M-E. OK, and we're also on Twitter as well. So at rhymement Rhyme underscore ent. Um, and follow us you know follow us yeah. get in touch with us tell us how inspired you've been since watching all of our guests on the show um and yeah And we just love to hear from you yeah um but anyway i'm gonna zip it for now yeah i'm just gonna still mull over all those things i've learned i know me too <sighs> well, see you in august take care bye, bye. bye.
2: E-E. L-I-F to the E-E L-I-F to the E I wish that it could be so stress-free uh-huh. L-I-F to the E Does anybody out there wanna trade with me? Yeah! L-I-F-E. To the e. I wish that it could be so stress-free. L I F to the E. Is anybody out there getting played like me? When I think about life, yo, it's so, so deep. Uh. So, so bitter. So, so sweet. Unique. That's why we need the master's hand. To lead us. gotta help us understand. Why so much pain and misery? Ooh. Why so much greed and poverty? Why so much bondage no liberty? After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in
1: to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart
2: speaker by saying play C-SPAN Radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government.